Actually, no, five and a half years, now that I think about it. Um, and I uh, currently am in a 31-foot uh, Jayco travel trailer and uh, stationary at the time. Um, I live with two rescued pit bull mixed dogs, at least we think they're mixed. Uh, they won't tell us, you know, their exact origin. Um, they are also both my service dogs. Uh, one is a service animal for me for uh, non-combat post-traumatic stress disorder, and the other one is a service dog for me for glucose, as I'm diabetic. Um, and as I said, they're both rescues. So um, for those of you that have listened uh, to Brian longer than, you know, one episode. I'm sure you have heard some of the uh, bandit stories, um, of which uh, both of my girls have met both Brian and Bandit in person, and uh, there's pictures to prove that. Um, and we live full time. Um, my domicile state is full time in a RV to have a home base. So my domicile state was Nevada. And as I said, I was born and raised in Minnesota, but uh, I consider Nevada home, Las Vegas, or Southern Nevada. And I was in Nevada and Arizona for a total of uh, 19 years. And after last week with, you know, negative 30, I, I miss my desert. I, the weather here in Minnesota is one of my top five reasons that I hate it, but... Uh, I get it. So, can I ask you, um, you said you're a diabetic, so have you, like the one dog, is that Lancelot, That's uh, that is your diabetic uh, service dog? No. Uh, Lancelot was my first service dog. He now passed. Um, the two that I have now, Camelot is my uh, uh, dog, that is my service dog for post-traumatic stress disorder, and Guinevere is my service dog for... Uh, glucose or diabetes. Okay, so what does Guinevere do for you, um, like, as far as what your condition is concerned? Um, well, uh, a lot of people don't understand, uh, definitions of a service animal is different than emotional support. A service animal, uh, is, they are assigned to do a task or task for their person. Um, Camelot does seven different things for my PTSD. Guinevere, kind of a slacker, she only does the one uh, as far as notifying me of different levels of glucose in my blood. So essentially her nose smells the level of sugar slash glucose in my blood. So wow. she can tell me if it is too high or too low. That, that's amazing. What, what about the seven other things that Camelot does? What, what would they consist of? Camelot, uh, she intends a change in my blood pressure and heart rate uh, within four Um And when she does an alert on that, uh, she will, if I'm standing up, she'll lean against, um, like, with her head kind of near my knee area. Um, if I'm sitting down, she's to my knee to let me know. Um, if I have panic attack uh, or um, of the such where I'm awake, you will get she's very much a overly social butterfly. 
uh, as far as her personality and uh, her, her theory in life is going to make you love me whether you want to or not. Um, and a lot of people kind of are like, well, she's always safe. Yeah, she, that's her personality, but that's also how she does part of her job. If I have a panic attack, she gets up in my face, licks my face, forces me to focus on her, um, in which causes to kind of take my attention away from whatever triggered the panic attack. And then I will be, you know, breathing methods, learning methods um, in order to internally calm myself down. Um, because of that sort, uh, when PTSD can become very tunnel vision, hyper-focused in a sort of the tunnel aspect, um, and that is not necessarily a good thing. And uh, so that kind of helps to bring me out of that, to lick my face, sit in my face, focus on me. I'll do, she will wake me up in the middle of the night uh, if I have a night care. Whenever I go somewhere, we get out of, you know, the vehicle, car, whatever, truck. I can tell her to mark the car. We can go do whatever we're going to, you know, have dinner, go 12 hours, you know, walk to the fair, whatever. And at the end of the night, you know, however far off from wherever the vehicle is, I can tell her to mark the car again, and she'll bring me back to the vehicle. Um, she's been trained to recognize a uh, uniform of a police officer, firefighter, uh, paramedic, that sort of thing. Um, so if there is something, um, she will go and find help, essentially. And a lot of people out in the world are not also aware Oftentimes, service animals are trained to go get help from a general person. So if you have an animal that keeps, like, running up to you and then running away from you, like, hey, follow me, um, that's probably what they're doing. They're a person needs help, and they're trying to bring you to that person. Um, but she does her job so well with uh, um, what they call first responders that she likes to just stop random cops, you know, in the mall or wherever, and at that point, so I have to explain to them, okay, she, you know, wants to say hi, that's part of her job, Uh, I don't need help right now, but she wants to make sure that, you know, I'm I'm the, so, it's a little weird, you know, explain to a cop why my dog wants to introduce herself, so. Um, Okay, so other than that, how was your Christmas? Boring, just the girls and I, we hung out. I have, uh, I personally have seven different jobs that I do, uh, some online, some in person, and so forth, and one of my main in-person jobs, the company was shut down, the plant was shut down, and is shut down through the second, so I didn't have to go in and do that, so yeah, it was hung out at the house, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, boring, but boring is, uh, good as far as uh, I was concerned this year. So, Jay, how was your Christmas? I haven't had it yet. Aww. I'm still working. I haven't even been home yet. Still uh, working my way back to uh, have I'll be working my way back to you, babe. Oh, boy. He started. Ah, <laughs> uh, he started singing again. I had to uh. that in. <laughs> so, Jay, when are you going to be home? Sunday. Nice. I, That's new. I'll be walking in the door sometime Sunday. And this is a first, guys, on this podcast. Jay is in transit right now. So if we lose Jay, 
And um, I guess uh, we're going to have to have somebody else step up and be in the limelight because I cer- certainly don't want to do that. I do. I, I do want. I do want to say one thing. I do want to say one thing before anybody in this podcast decides to start whining and sniveling because I'm driving. Everything pans free. And that's a good point. That's a very good point. So where are you? I don't. I'm in California. It's a pretty, oh, state west. It's a, it's a pretty big very state there, Bosley. <laughs> I'm north of Sacramento. Hey, south of Oregon. South, south of Oregon. There Even you go. farther south than Washington. Okay. Are you sweating in Oregon? I hope not, because i got to go through there. Oh, okay. I'm not there yet. Okay. If, uh, if I have to uh, get out the orders, I'll let you know. Okay, so you're I know, Van, I know Vancouver's. So you're Van driving Hoover's with your karaoke yeah. mic in your one hand. Am I understanding that? No, I don't. I don't have my mic today. Oh, well, I'm not, okay. Not while I'm driving, man. I'm not going to do anything. That's the choice. Put your hand on one one wheel, you talk, and then you put your hand back on the wheel again. <laughs> in California, with the way they drive, are you insane? <laughs> Are you insane? Yes, he is insane. I'm Are we cooking the phone down this? Ah. <laughs> California yes, is the only state. California is the state or only place on this planet that actually scares me to drive. Scare you? Explain. They scare the sh- they scare the shit out of me. Oh, scares you? I thought you said dares you. No, they scare the hell out of me out here. Okay, so um. By the way, just just for your know-how, I too am in California. Where in California? California is a big state, dude. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. I'm actually parked in Bakersfield, California, and um, my Christmas sucked. Uh, I drove the whiteout conditions on this day, but I do got to share with you the worst Christmas ever because I now topped it. Okay. Um, and you guys are going to get a good laugh out of this one. The night before, I was in Minot, North Dakota, and I had no food in my cooler, and um, my mom had made me uh, this, uh, and I cooked them, and I put spaghetti sauce on them. And um, we had gone into, now you got to understand, there were no things open. Nothing, okay? So when I say this, it's not like we're poverty Brian Trucker here, okay? So anyway, I went in with Bandit into the Flying J, and uh, they said, hey, we're getting rid of these weeders. Your dog want one? I said, sure. So um, he proceeded to give me four weeders. And I gave two to Bandit, and I put two, and I mixed it with spaghetti sauce and the noodles. And I was running for the toilet five minutes later. So, needless to say, that was my Christmas evening. So, we now refer that to as Fry Guy's Diarrhea Christmas. Brian, nothing good uh, ever comes of when a stranger offers you a wiener. I'm sorry. You should know better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was... That this was is a video. family show. This is a family show. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If a stranger offers you a wiener, I no wiener occasion. You were in the middle of Chicago O'Hare Airport at 
real. So anyway, that was my Christmas, and then the more the Christmas day, uh, Bismarck was closed, and I diverted to US 200, and it was the most god awful uh, road, and got back onto I 94, and it was just terrible. Um, I was going underneath the underpasses, and I felt like Mad Max. I was crashing through walls and walls of snow. And Jay, you know these uh, these underpowered trucks oh, yeah. drive. Um, they didn't do very well through that. It was a bit scary, a little bit hairy. That's for sure. I don't. Why do you think I call my truck turtle? Well, I call mine bumpy. So, and it, it's bumpy the lemon. Officially, bumpy the lemon. I've driven a lot of uh, garbage trucks in my lifetime. <laughs> I've never driven anything as loud as this truck. Careful. I don't care. I really don't. Your trucks are garbage. Well, they are definitely underpowered. I'll give you that. So, but I will say will. this. I will say this, Brian. I don't have to own it. Thank God for that, right? <laughs> now, Will, I understand you had a very interesting Christmas, and you had quite a weird Christmas present. Do you want to tell us uh, our freaks all about it? I kind of almost feel bad for sharing my story now, because, uh, you know... Um, it was actually one of the best Christmases I've had. I had a... That's good. Yeah. Referring to the steak, buddy, the steak you were telling me. Yeah. I think it was like a, a 14 or something. I don't know. I think it was... And I had to force force that down um, on a full stomach. It was just... Yeah, it was a surprise. And, uh, bro, it was like... I, I, I don't know how to how to explain this Christmas. This Christmas literally... Excellent. Yeah. That's excellent. And I and I, you are planning future plans with the girlfriend. I I heard too as well. Yeah, we're planning to the house to family right. Right on. Well, congratulations when that happens. I'll be the first to uh, pop the the balloons for you. Hey. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> See, it's a family thing. Well, that's excellent. That's excellent. You know, you you got you got your life together now, and uh, you know things are going good for you, and that's that's really looking up for you. So that's. That's right. really good to hear. Well, well, thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm just glad her her family was. Uh, you know, that that tends to be one of the one of many defi- defining factors in uh, people's lives. You know, I I don't know. I don't want to be one of those guys sitting there like, oh, her mother and or my my mother. So <clears throat> they all get along. I, I I mean, better than I could. It's it, 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 it horrible when. Here. What's that? It's. It's horrible when the family hates you. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. well, my friend, no. nothing lasts it's forever. Absolutely nothing no, lasts, think... lasts forever. It, 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 like, I mean, yeah. and, and you, you know, that, that's one thing people, like, people become so negative about their own life. They don't think anything can change completely far from, I mean, for, for, for oneself, right? You need to find self-love. Other than that, you can, uh... Life is like a test. Well, it is a test. You can retake it as many times as you Well, we know you were finding self-love with your cologne last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that again depends <laughs> on my mood. <laughs> What's that, Lise? I was wondering if we were going to let him skip over that subject. <laughs> Which one? The cologne one? or The self-love thing. Oh, the self-love. <laughs> yeah, that's... uh. That's a very important thing to have before jumping into anything. Otherwise, you end up finding love in other things. And, oh, man, the, 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 the original thing goes. 
uh, the original thing goes, right? Nothing lasts forever, and you got to remember that. Nothing lasts forever, you know? I don't know. I, I, I live my life accordingly, right? Um, experiences are, are part of the journey, and a lot of times we, you know, neglect to experience or take in those experiences because of reasons personal to us. But, you know, once you're able to fully open up, you can enjoy life, right? Man, you know, dealing with a damaged person is like, I don't know, in in my eyes, it's almost like a butterfly because they're like so fragile. But it like, you, you know, once you're able, or, or only certain people can heal certain people, right? And a, a lot of people give up on, you know, finding friends as well because of that. And uh, they don't realize that it just takes, you know, making one little step and that little step could be kicking somebody out of your life that's been negative. I don't, that's that's one thing I don't allow in my life is negativity. Right? I get it. Number nine. <laughs> yeah. Number nine, eh? Number nine. We are going to find out next podcast. This is number 16. What are two ladies' numbers are all about? And uh, that will be interesting because we knew what Jay's was, we know what Bry Guys is, and we certainly know what Winged Wills is. And, uh, I don't know if you're into numerology or not there, Lisa, but uh, I, uh, I follow a very whole theory of the number system, and uh, we will find out what you two ladies' personalities and character traits are next podcast, so give you a heads up on that for now. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. So let's get into our topics tonight. I got one question. I got one question. I got one question, Brian. Sure. Like, if you're going to go with the free truck stop, why didn't she right. try to grab a hand? Why didn't she just grab a handful of truck stop sushi and go for broke? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're such a funny man. <laughs> oh, I mean, the family oh, show, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And oh, let's, man. Let's get, to, let's get to your topic first. Uh, okay.
Okay. Well, I will be interested. Oh, it's good. It, it, it'll it'll make you your eyes will like literally go cross-eyed because like I'll give you one good example. If you had a Playboy book on your dash, okay, you were considered that was one of about forty different things. Um, it what went, the it, hell? Yeah, no, it went everything. It went literally everywhere to the extreme. I was just talking to my wife about that. She said, I forgot about that. I can't wait to hear that. Uh, that We call them visits, by the way. That, so, uh, um, of course, normal would call them episodes, but we call them. And this is visit number 14, by the way, uh, for all you freaks. If you're keeping track, um, you can always go back to our archives and check out all the other ones. I encourage you. Sorry, Edge, go ahead. Um, another one. That uh, okay, so so you understand that when you walk in, you know your um, some the leather circle tape, your right, whatever, right? You could go and buy a can of beer or whatever, right? Well, in the you on the state that you're in, maybe yes. So in Canada, you can't you can't go to a grocery store and buy alcohol of any sort other than the non-alcoholic item. Um, right. Minnesota is the same way. It has to be bought in a local okay. store. Okay. So that was one of the things I noticed when I seen my travels and everything else was, holy smokes, you can go in and buy yourself a big can of beer, whatever, whatever. But, but, hey, 7-Eleven opened up their very first restaurant where it served beer Wine and Pizza, 7-Eleven, and it is in Douglasdale, right here in Calgary. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the craziest thing? No, but it is. So, essentially, everybody is overjoyed that 7-Eleven is serving alcohol? Yeah. It's the strangest thing. That's a big deal. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, whatever whatever gets you going, I guess. This is why this is interesting, because the parallels between U.S. and Canadian are, are going to be really dramatic for you in certain things, and booze will be definitely one area that, uh, we'll, you know, we cover, and um, it will blow you away um, where we can't, like I went to Walmart the other day, and people are just going down the aisles, and they're buying their cases of beer, where we don't have that in Canada, Lisa. We're not growing up enough. Well, like I said, depending upon state, you may or may not have that. Minnesota, you have to buy it in a liquor store. If a Target sells alcohol, the liquor store portion of Target has to be completely separate from the rest of Target. Um, in Vegas, or the state of Nevada, you can walk around the container, and it's not a problem. You don't get to for it. Target has... Really? See, we, we had Target in Canada, and they 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 sunk. They they did terrible. Um, we they were replaced by uh, there's a again you probably haven't heard of Sellers. They used to be uh, a big outfit in Canada, and they got replaced by Target. And Target, I don't think they lasted a year, did they, Angie? Um, I don't. I oh, sorry, much. I only went into the Target once. I walked in, uh, Snoopy, and I noticed that there was. Like the shelves were there. And I went, no, I, by the time I drive to this place and find parking and come in, it's not worth my time. First of all, I don't like shopping. I don't like going to malls. I don't like doing any of that. Um, as I said, the last time I was in a mall was 
May or June when I went and I bought some Bath and Body Works hand soap. Well, today, I ordered it online. I don't even throw them all ever. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not big on shopping. So. That's the unfortunate thing. When it comes to Canada, we usually screw it up. We really do. I mean, we've had Cabela's come to Canada, and it's nowhere near like the States. Uh, when Target was here, yep. it was overpriced.com, literally. Um, you know, when Charles Jr. came here, they used different beef. They should have used Alberta beef. They used American beef. No offense, but Alberta beef is the best. Um, and, like, yeah, we, we Canadians, we up everything that comes from the States. Like, Popeye's, they've actually got pretty good, but then it's overly priced in Canada when they've got a couple Popeye's now. And um, my mother, uh, in Woodstock, Ontario, she just got a church's chicken. Now, you guys probably have heard of church's chicken. They're pretty famous in the States. And she loves it. She loves it. She says it's better than KFC. And I tried it with her a couple weeks back. And, oh, my God, the amount of food and French fries and stuff that you get and these, these amazing biscuits. Oh, Church's Chicken is the bomb. I'm a Chick-fil-A when I'm down in the States because of the sauces. You're I'm all about the right. sauces. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, and both of those uh, originally in the South, uh, the Southern U.S. Um, Chick-fil-A originally in Georgia. And I believe churches were the I think you're right. I think you're right. So, speaking of food, and see if you're done your topic, by the way. Yep. Okay. I want to talk about the best burgers and get your input. Uh, I want to hear all about the road crew and what burgers they think are the best. So, let's ask Wing It Will. What do you think the best burgers are that you've had there, buddy? Um, I, I, I'm probably not the best to ask because I'm not going to pick something like Five Guys or something like that, but, you know, the, the, okay, there, there's two, uh, I've been to the States, I've been to Texas, I've been to Louisiana, I've been there, I used to go trucking all family. Um, I, the best burgers I've ever had, um, I'm, I'm not going to say the place, but there's a place in Brooks, Alberta. Uh, well, you can say it. Well, it's, absolutely. It's, it, it's a it's a Shell gas station if if uh, you can believe it and uh, they kind of have like a setup like Seven Eleven does where they have like um, uh, heated sections for like heat lamps and stuff and man they they serve the best burgers ever that uh, them and uh, Moxie Moxie's burger oh my god bro it's like man I've had Five Guys I've I've, I've had um, South Street Burger. I, I mean, I'm throwing, I'm throwing a couple of major companies under the bus. I, I, I mean, the best burgers, in my opinion, have come from random gas stations that I've been to that actually serve really good burgers or um, restaurants that you would never think. Okay. All right. Uh, how about you, Jay? What do you think the best burger is that you've had before? And you cannot say your own goddamn air fried burger. No. No. Okay. No, you can't say that. My air fried burgers aren't that good. Now, if you're talking about my homemade barbecued burgers, well, yeah. They're the best. But I would have to say the best burger I ever had, a lot, believe it or not, was at a, a Hardy in Indiana. I saw absolutely the best. What made it the best? The flavor, the, the size. I mean, they. 
stopped everything. I mean, it was just, and it, it, it was juicy. It was damn tasty. And I don't even like Hardy's. Well, you know, you know, Hardy's is uh, the offshoot of Carl's Jr., right? Oh, yes, I know that. Carl's Jr. makes a damn good burger, too. That's actually, the, I was going to go next. I was going to say, the best burger I've ever had for the United States, bar none, is a Carl's Jr. burger in California. They seem to make the best Carl's burgers. They are amazing. Yeah. And they're big burgers, too. Like, they're big, thick burgers. And I like a thick burger. So, how about you, Eggs? What would you rate as the best burger you ever had? Oh, goodness. I have a few. Um, I'm a barbecue uh, snob. I have friends who are barbecue pit masters that have been competing in both North America and South America. And so I, I feel like I, he's a barbecue pit master. It's pretty damn good stuff. He did a pork one with apple and, you know, it sounds weird, but oh, it's very, very good. Uh, but my favorite, Ah, uh, goodness, I'm, if we're just talking about a restaurant or are we talking fast food, I think restaurants, I love Earl's. I work at all. I know what goes into those burgers. Burgers is, if I'm down in the States, I've had, um, you know, I've eaten a few burgers called Wall Burgers. I had a, I had the Thanksgiving burger, which was a turkey burger that had, um, um, stuffing in it and it had cranberries and the whole bit. Sounds weird. But it was like having leftover, a leftover turkey sandwich. It was delicious. But if it's fast food, I'm going to go with a Carl's Jr. The, you know, just Okay. So far, Carl's Jr. is winning the, the best burger competition here that we're talking about. Yes. Oh, no. I'm, I'm all about Yeah. Okay. RV Lisa, how about you? Um, well, I would have to say two things. And, um, both. California, Arizona, Nevada, you're able to get In-N-Out burgers, so that would be good. Um, here in Minnesota, there is a particular type of burger that was created, or the debate created in two restaurants. Uh, one is called Matt's Bar, and one is called the 5-8 Club, and they have, um, I particularly am more partial to uh, the 5-8 Club. But uh, a Judy is two separate patties, uh, depending on how you have them seasoned. Depends on what goes into the, the meat itself. Two patties are then pushed together around a cheese mixture and then grilled. And so essentially you have a lava of cheese in the center of your burger. Um, so those are amazing. Um, I think actually, what's that dude on... Uh, uh, what is that, uh, Travel Channel, Adam something or not, Adam Corolla, uh, no, that's not his last name, can't remember oh. what his last name is. Well, you're probably he talking about know. getting burgers from a food truck, because like, you get any yeah, burger but, from a food truck, they are to die for, literally. No, it's not, it's not Anthony Bourdain. No, 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 um, Adam something, I'll have to look it up, but he was, he, he did the, uh, there's, there is a rivalry between the 5-8 Club and Mass Burgers um, here in the Twin Cities, and they both claim ownership of the seat, and um, he went and tucked them both out um, to kind of check out the video of the on that. Um, I'll, I'll have to get back to you on what that dude's last name is. I can't remember it. But, so, yeah, those two. Sure. Um, as far okay. as 
mass produced chain, it would be In and Out Burger. But I personally would rather just spend my money and do my own burgers, which are I've been told awesome. So there you go. And of course, what's got to be on your burger? And I'm going to I'll go first. Is you have to absolutely have ketchup. That's a prerequisite. Ketchup or barbecue mm-hmm. sauce. You have to have mustard. You have to have mayo. You have to have pickles. You have to have cheese. You have to have bacon, okay? And you have to, of course, have lettuce, but very sparingly, because lettuce is water, and it doesn't really make a burger or too much lettuce. So that's what well, I that's think. Brian, or is that a leaf of lettuce? Um, no, that's probably like a uh, like a type of lettuce, what we're talking yeah. about, right? And, of course, you have to have onion. Love onions on the burger. Anything you guys want to add on the burger that you think should be on there? Mushrooms. Jalapenos. Hot. I don't like I don't like spicy hot stuff. I don't mind I like raw onions, not grilled though. Okay. Will, do you have anything you want to add on the burger? Uh bacon. <laughs> uh, bacon makes a burger, right? Yeah, bacon. Mm, bacon. <laughs> bacon. Bacon and some sauteed mushrooms, you're good to go. Oh, yes, mushrooms. I love mushrooms on you. I gotta agree with that. How about you, Jay? Mushrooms. Absolutely. We already, we already said that. I know, but yeah, it's gotta be on there. What egg? Oh, fried egg. Oh, I'm gonna say a fried, fried egg. egg. Fried I an onion ring. Huh? An onion ring. We should call yeah, that the Highway Freak Burger. We should call that the Highway Freak Burger. There used to be a place called the Night and Day in uh, Vancouver. They made a burger. Um, thing was huge, and it had mushrooms, a fried egg, and a slice of uh, farmer sausage on it. That'd be tasty. It, it, it was wicked. Now, I think what we're going to do is we're going to come up with a highway street burger, and we'll put the recipe on our, our new site when uh, we get it up and running, because I think you're going to have some great I'll, 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 I'll make one when I get home. Take a picture of it and put it on our site. And you betcha. There you go. So, it's a new year coming, 2023, and with the new year comes New Year's resolutions, guys. So, I want to talk about New Year's resolutions, and uh, let's ask, going around the round table here for my road crew, Will, what's your New Year's resolutions? Oh, man. Have a new pet, I guess. Okay. My dog or cat? Uh, let's go to Liz. A lizard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you coming up with a name too, or not yet? Uh, no, not yet. I'm gonna have to pick it up. I only get uh, I I I think I'm gonna get a sea bearded dragon, but um, I don't know how the next little bit's gonna play out here. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, Ed, what's your New Year's resolution? Uh, I want to be healthy. I want to come in healthy. Okay. That's it. Good. Yes, And Good. I want to have a better frame of mind with my business. I'm going to come in stronger with my business. I'm going to, right. I'm going to work oh, smarter, not stuff. harder. Yeah. And she's and, um, Exactly. And um, that's it. You know, because other than that, I'm pretty perfect. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell everybody my New Year's resolution because I make them every year. I break them. Sometimes I keep them. So, last year, my madness rocks and just fell flat on its face, and unfortunately, that was a resolution that didn't come to fruition. 
But this time, I think I've got some really good ones. Number one, I'm going to stop drinking pop. I've already started drinking water the last two days, and it's got to be cold. I've discovered that because drinking warm water just sucks. So um, my stepson lost quite a bit of weight, and I asked him the secret, and he said, drinking lots of water flushes your system, and um, taking his advice, so I'm going to start drinking water and not pop. And it's so easy for us truckers, and Jake can attest to this, when you go on that truck stop and you see those fountains of pop, you have, you know, especially Mountain Dew. Oh, my God. Mountain Dew just is like, come on, Brian, drink me. Drink me on Mountain Dew Code Red. And I just love that stuff. But, no, I am going to stop drinking pop, number one. Um, we also, this is a big one. You guys are all going to love this. We are going to make this the number one trucker podcast downloaded in 2023. So all you guys, technical and boring podcast, suck it. Because we're going to kick your ass. That's the, the second one, okay? Um, going to pay off some credit cards. Definitely going to do that. Definitely going to spend less time on the road. That's right. We are going uh, six days, uh, six weeks uh, out and six days off starting in February. And Jay and I are actually going to do that. And in process of doing that, I'm going to make an announcement now. We are going to be on YouTube Live, guys. And we are going to have a blast doing it. Remember the Brady Bunch when you saw that split screen image? Yeah. We're all going to have that, that split screen image. Okay? So we can look at everybody. And Jay has already told me that he's going to wear a different hat every time that we go live on YouTube. <laughs> it's going to be fun times. Uh, very fun times. The other one I'm going to pledge right now is we're going to have our merchandise up and running before the end of January. We are going to have an online store, Highway Freaks online store, and we are going to have some swag. We're going to have uh, some hats and T-shirts and also some drinking cups. So I know that uh, Will is going to be working on that with me. Two nines working on that. You're going to get yourself uh, some really good swag by the end of January. So that's something that we are also working on. And, of course, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Yep, 10 pounds. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but we push it to 90. 10 pounds is big, but um, I think I could probably accomplish that with uh, the water as well. So those are my New Year's resolutions. How about you, J-Man? Uh, I don't really do uh, New Year's resolutions. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'll, uh, I'll jump in on this one. I think I'll, uh, actually, uh, I'll actually try and eat better, get a little healthier. Hey, you eat pretty... pretty I gotta interject here, man. Your ex-wife makes you five-star meals, okay, which you put in your your fridge and cooler, and then of course you eat air fried and instant pot. So where where is not eating good there? Put me in on that. Have you ever eaten my cooking? No, I have not. Even even Zephyr won't eat my cooking. You're basically saying you're a shitty cook. I am. Give me a barbecue and I'll rock the world, but. Well, my mom, was, my mom was talking to me about pies today, and I was telling my mom that Jay and I have a pie rivalry going on, and she said, well, you definitely would make better pies. I said, no, he seems to think that I, being him, makes the better pie, Mom. So that'll be interesting, because in the new year, we are going to do our pie rivalry, and uh, I'm going to tell you how to make the best cherry pie, the best pumpkin pie, 
And there's a secret to it, and it's not the okay. So we'll let you guys know how that comes on. I, mean, so, I, I make a mean, I make a mean apple. Well, I make some pretty amazing butter. And mine, mine doesn't come out of a can. <laughs> what secret is in the filling? That's right. Exactly. And it's what filling you use that determines the taste and flavor of the pie. If you're using some nasty crab apples in your tree in the backyard for your apple pie, I don't want your apple pie. One kind oh, of apple, apple. apple to use. Only one kind of apple to use, man. And what's that? I can't tell you. Okay, I know because you ruin. That'll ruin my. That'll ruin. That'll ruin my recipe. Okay. So who's got another topic? Meat pie. What? You guys do meat pie? No. I know. No, I don't like meat. But mincemeat tarts. I do make mincemeat tarts. Wait, what about shepherd's pie? Do you make shepherd's pie? No. Do I look Do I look like a bloody shepherd? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jay. I don't even eat it. I don't like it. I don't want it. You don't like shepherd's I, pie? To me, it looks like, like shepherd's pie. pie. I gotta agree with you. Well, oh, my weird. God. To me, to me, to me, it looks like it's a bit warming. Uh, any New Year's tradition 
well, I usually get a new toothbrush. <laughs> I don't think that I do that once a year, though. I just recently got one because I just don't like using the same toothbrush. So if you want to call that a tradition, I guess we'll call it that. Uh, I always get handed some new stuffy or a new hoodie or something like that for him to wear. So that's something that I do as well. And I'm definitely getting a new truck. So that is going to be a hell of a new tradition because this truck is evil and it's cursed. Oh, my gosh. Andy? Okay, so when Brian said he was like, getting a new toothbrush, I'm not going to lie, my eyes got big, like, you only replace your toothbrush once a year? I know. And all our listeners did the same thing. They went, ew, thank you for, you know, explaining, Brian. Um, right? I have a lot of friends down south, like in New Orleans and everything else. And yes, black eye is something they eat, plus sea serpents, and they eat cabbage. And there's a reason for all of them. Like, you know, um, you know, um, good fortune, uh, uh, good health, and uh, something else. I can't remember what, but. Yeah, pretty much. You know, gas is money, okay? It's expensive now. <laughs> but um, one thing that I do, right, so here, um, I've always been told, open the front door and open up the back door and let the cooler go straight through the house and push out all the ouch and everything. It's kind of like the broom. Play a flat steam to this podcast. And with that, we'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, so, enough talk about the gas. Um, we're going to talk about kicking ass. Uh, yeah, basically, how do we kick ass? Well, we kick ass by getting a new job every year. Uh, some of us do. Some of us keep the same thing we have. But some of us get fired from jobs for strange, strange, and um, I know Jay's got a great story. We're going to have him lead off in a moment. And... I, too, have one that's really uh, from the twilight. Uh, I don't know if Angie or Will or Lisa have some crazy ways they got fired, but we'll see what they got. So, Jay, I definitely want to hear your story about Elvis. Okay, well, this goes way back. Uh, I, I was working for this uh, company in Vancouver, um, and it was it was uh, uh, owned, I'm not going to say, say the whack job name. Well, anyway... I worked for this uh, trucking company. I was about, oh, 20, and uh, I was a city driver. I had my own truck. I owned my own truck. And I worked for this whack job and her miserable husband. And I was talking to one of the drivers one day, and I'd been there for about a year. And uh, I, we, we were joking around about uh, different celebrities and stuff like that. He, he brought up Elvis. And uh, he said, do you like Elvis? I said, well... I like Elvis. I kind of prefer the fat pillbop in Elvis to the young Elvis. Well, Wacko overheard me, and I understand, I understand um, this wacky broad. Uh, she was one of those followers that believed Elvis alive. Um, her husband used to dress up like Elvis, um, like, hey, whatever floats your boat. Well, she fired me for disrespecting Elvis. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not shitting you. She went, like, ballistic. Like, how dare I bad-mouth Elvis? 
Paul, you know, like the guy's dead, right? And uh, so anyway, uh, she fired me, and oh yeah, she was yelling and screaming, so I walked up to her desk and picked up the phone, and uh, I called uh, the trucking company across the street and went to work for them from her office. Yeah. See you later, Wacky. Touche. You know. Wow. Well, they, she's got to be dead now. I mean, she was an old hag back then, but she was just out the frickin' lunch, you know. So, I got one. This is a crazy one. Um, I worked for a company. Let's call them Skinwall Construction. <laughs> so, anybody in Calgary, you'll be able to figure out these pricks and who they are. But anyway, um, I, I, I digress. Basically, I worked for this company, and there was a lot of signs, a lot of, Telltale signs when I first started. I, I think when I was sitting at uh, intersection and the seat fell off and, you know, the light was that might have been the first sign. Might have been the first sign. But they decided to make me a trainer. And the boss, who had the cleaning janitors, uh, he was the cleaning, the janitorial uh, person, two weeks before I got there was my boss, who had no clue what, a, what anything to do with truck driving was about. But anyway, uh, that's kind of what happened. And uh, so he made me this trainer. And we had to, what we had to do is we had to pick up this gar- garbage uh, bin, this large bin, and it was in a parkade. And what you had to do is you had to go down into the parkade and, you know, like the top of the bin just barely, you know, cleared the, the, uh, the top of the ceiling when you're going down into the parkade. But they had this rotating table. And... What you had to do is table, you understand it's a big giant table and the body job truck, it's the roll-off truck, has to sit onto the table. It rolls only one way and then it hooks up to the garbage bin. You slide it on the rails and then you carry out by uh, sitting on the turntable. The person, the security person, pushes the button and it only goes one way. So if you go the other way, which there's a bunch of piping and whatnot, that would be disaster. So I'm training this guy, and uh, let's just call her uh, Surrender for, for intensive purposes. She was a security guard this day, and I told her that, you know, when I walked in there, I said, you have to turn the turd table one way. You cannot turn it the other way. No problem. So get on the turntable, get the truck all positioned. She turns it the one way, and, of course, we go hook up onto the bin. Now, the bin is so high that you can't possibly go the other way with the turntable. You can only go the right the way that you came. But she pushed the button, and it went the wrong way. And I started screaming, freaking out, going, no, 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 you can't do that. And meanwhile, the truck is turning on the turntable, and it's wiping out all the pipes. And all water's getting almost just all the piping's coming down, and water's just coming down all over the turntables and everything. The pipes are all bursted. And they've got me on camera like I'm like I'm trying to attack this one. And uh, I said, no, what are you doing? What are you doing? I've got my hands waved up in the air and whatnot. But they spliced the camera so it looked like I was actually running at her to attack her. And they fired me. I was, the, I was, the go- I was basically the scapegoat. They fired me for something I had nothing to do, right? And they promoted and so, yeah, this is the most hilarious firing. When I when I told my wife, she goes, "I don't know, Brian." She goes, "I think we got a black cloud that's coming over your head." And she's, we 
maybe we should go back to long hauling because I tried so desperately to work, uh, pick up a delivery job, and no matter what happened, stupid things seemed to get me fired. And it wasn't because of my work ethic, it was just because I was kind of a victim of circumstance at that place. And I could go into my other firings, but that is the craziest way to get fired. Don't you think, Well, Yeah. How about you? You ever been fired? Nope, never. Never? Never in my life. Bro, All right. Let's pass it on to RV Lisa. You ever been fired for some crazy idea? Uh, yeah. Um, over a chopped salad. Uh, <laughs> I, was working at a, I was working at a restaurant um, in uh, on the Strip in Las Vegas, and uh, the I, I had opened the restaurant, so our opening crew, um, the entire restaurant pretty much had been there for, you know, the whole time. Um, a couple new people here and there. Um, our general manager had left. He went to open um, another of the same restaurant in Austin, Texas. So we got this new guy in. And uh, essentially was going, the entire open staff um, from the front of the house didn't do anything with the back of the house. That was the uh, head chef domain. But uh, he was going through and just climbing to the last reason uh, fire anybody that was from the open staff that had already been there five-plus years because they weren't his people. Um, and I had uh, a table that had ordered a chopped salad and um, brought it out. And they had found a uh, piece of, you know how sometimes on the end of lettuce, like the edge will get kind of wilty or slightly brown. Well, they found one piece that was like that, which, you know, came from the kitchen I, if it was in probably the middle or whatever. Anyway, they complained. No big deal. Changed out the salad. Whatever. All was good. Well, he used that and I got fired. Um, and like I said, he was essentially the entire front of the house he got rid of with the exception of people and brought in his own staff from his other store. So, yeah, all over our chopped salad. <laughs> well, I don't know what to say to that one. Jay, you must have a comeback for that one. Me? No what the hell do I know about salad? <laughs> Is that too healthy for you, Jay? That's what my food eats. <laughs> Ange, have you ever been fired? Yes, I've been fired. Wow. I in a drugstore. Tell us. Huh? I know. Because you, you strike me such a goody goody. No. What am I, evil? <laughs> So I worked in a drugstore, and this manager had a drinking problem, and I don't give a rat's ass. It's not my business, you know. Do whatever you want to do, and I just, whatever. Well, there was some people that were talking about her, and she made us have a staff meeting, and she said there's only two ways you could get fired here. One, if you're caught shoplifting, or if you're caught talking about me. Whatever. Two weeks later, I'm... I went for lunch. I went to this little local diner that, you know, got my soup and my little biscuit or whatever, went back and I sat and ate my biscuit in the staff room, which was also where the manager sat. So she was sitting there, I'm sitting there, I ate my soup and everything else. And then um, two days later, I got fired. I got walked out. The owner said, uh, he, he was like, I want to talk to you after. I'm like, okay. He says, I'm letting you go. And I'm like, you're letting me go? 
Have you shoplifted? I've never shoplifted. Blah, blah, blah. He goes, no, I know you haven't shoplifted. I go, well, look, I was told there's only two reasons why you could get fired here. And he goes, yeah. I go, but I didn't talk about her. He goes, people saw you talking about her. I go, where? Because I know I did not talk about her. I couldn't give a rat's ass about her. It's not my business. Um, there was a woman that I worked with that we we were doppelgangers. Like, she looked so much like me, or I looked like her. It was kind of freaky. She was, it, 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 whatever. But she was the one that was talking about the manager. Oh. And... And and it was the day that I was sitting in the staff room eating my soup with the manager, and my doppelganger was sitting there yaggering away about our manager. And there was a few people that heard her and said it was me, and I got walked out. They figured it out after the fact, like probably a few weeks later or a few days later, that it wasn't me that got fired or that was talking about her, but... I guess I couldn't say look at the cameras and see that you were in the same room as her? You know, she, I, I don't know. I couldn't care less. I hated that place. It had such a bad vibe that I was just like, see you later, and I was out of there so fast. And then the best thing is I went back to an old company that I'd worked for for years and had a great time. It was, everything worked out well. There you go. There you go. Okay, so we'll get, we're going to take another break, but when we come back, oh, we get another one, another good one. Have you ever been arrested? We'll be back. Okay, so we're having just a wonderful time on the last podcast of 2023. Can you believe that, guys? This is the last one. That everybody said, oh, you'll never get past 10, and we're already at number 15. Isn't that crazy? And what else is crazy is getting arrested. Sometimes these things happen in our youth, and we're going to talk about those stories now. So let's start with my very first brother from another mother, because I definitely want to hear his story of his first time he got arrested. You're on there, Jay. <laughs> which, which time? <laughs> Let's just go to the first. I have, I have got a, I have got a really, 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 really funny. Again, it happened way back in my, in my late teens, early twenties, and I got all liquored up. I got into a fight. Um, As one does. I basically got the shit beat out of me, and I lost my pants. <laughs> I lost my my pants. Don't ask. No, 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 I'm not letting you over that. How do you lose your pants? Yeah, I, I second that. Because my, my buddies that I was with thought it would be quite humorous to tackle me after I've just basically got the shit beating of my life and uh, stole my pants. You need you a buddy. You got some interesting. So, so, I am walking up, well... Staggering up Fraser Highway. Uh, it's in February, so it's wet. I'm in my Bugs Bunny boxer shorts, and I am covered in my own blood. So, what happens? 
I want I, to I, you I, need to look up that. I can see my house. I can see my house. And I get stopped by a goddamn car. Don't drive and me home. And you didn't play the I was faulted card? Well, he was... Well, I could hardly even talk, let alone walk, but I'm doing all this sign language shit, and I'm trying to basically tell this guy that I, um, that's my house, and, uh, no, they arrested, drove me all the and way back in the wall. And your Bucks buddy, and your Bucks buddy, and my Bucks buddy, Ginch, <laughs> and they called, and, 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 this is even better, they called my dad to come and get me. You know how freaking humiliating that is? What did dad Well, my dad was laughing so hard he couldn't drive for the first few minutes, because I looked so pathetic, and... I mean, like, I'm, I'm hurt, man. My nose is, like, on one side of my face. I'm covered in gore. Like, come on, man. You know, wait a minute. Kind of guy. They didn't give you a pair of sweats or something to wear after they put they gave, you in jail? They gave me, they gave me a towel. Was oh, that Elmer Fudd? Was that an Elmer Fudd towel? No, but I, I can't remember, but I think it was pink. <laughs> oh, I think it was pink. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Only a Surrey. That was my, uh... Was it at least an extra large towel? It was, it was a huge towel. <laughs> it was huge. I looked like I was wearing a dress. It was a beach towel, probably. <laughs> it was a beach towel. It was huge. At least but, you know, it was it, it, other than that, you know. You know how hard it is to stand there and be laughed at by a whole bunch of cops having them fucking taking pictures? <laughs> I, I, I would love to see that. I love it, because all that shit that I did took place long before the internet. Now, Lisa, before we went on the podcast, you said you've been in handcuffs. So, you want to explain yourself? Well, I've, I've never been arrested. Um, I, I could only imagine if I was arrested, I would probably just, like, lose my shit and start crying. But, no, I've never been arrested. Um, my ex-husband when he was in the Air Force, was uh, a military police officer. And I've dated a number of military guys slash cops. Um, so I've, I've had handcuffs on before, but never had to bend my or Yeah, no. So, Although, as I also told you, Brian, I, I do carry an actual police-issued handcuff key on my key ring, just in case. Okay. All right. Now, if we were taking bets, Jay, and, you know, you were saying that Angie got arrested and I said she didn't, who do you think would win that bet? Oh, Angie's been arrested. You're goddamn right. She's been arrested. <laughs> I don't think so. I've been fingerprinted. Uh, I've been fingerprinted. Oh, uh, for what? Because I was, uh, security. I've been fingerprinted, too. Security. Because remember, I was a private investigator and I did security. Right. Yeah, so you have to be fingerprinted and... You know, in the books. So you've never been arrested right. prior to that? Never spent you know what? They would have jail. to catch me. They would have to catch me. And before oh. I broke all these bones, I was fast. Sort of one of these, uh, it wasn't me, I didn't do it, and even if I did, you can't prove it sort of thing. And I always, oh. always figured out who I was dealing with because I come from a very small town up in the Northwest Territory, which is parallel to Alaska, Lisa. And, um, I, I, um, you know, very small town, um, we had RCMP and I, you know, you always figured out who the RCMP were and I 
just get to know them a little bit and know their, their stories. And, yeah. Well, you know I guess by now, your road dog, Bry Guy, has had some trouble with the law in the past. You might have possibly thought about that. And I could probably cite it about three times, but I'll probably just talk about the one um, because it was pretty crazy. Uh, I, uh, I was married at one time, and uh, I was married to an alcoholic, as a matter of fact. And uh, make a long story short, uh, in Ashcroft, British Columbia is where we lived, and she came home uh, from a party with my daughter in her arms and just reeking of food. And, um, of course, I lost it, but I was always taught never to hit a woman, so I decided to smash an alarm clock that just had been sitting on the, the counter. We had this alarm clock. And uh, it so happened that my ex-wife at the time, she, she's passed away now, but uh, at the time, she, uh, her father was the town foreman, and he pretty much ran the show with the uh, police. To make a long story short, she just made a phone call to her dad, and the next thing I know, um, they were on their way. But prior to that, it was a very violent altercation. And, uh, she ended up slicing uh, a side of my arm with a, a butcher knife. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? Like, I was just totally confused. Next thing I know, the cops are showing up the door. I've got blood dripping from my arm, and I'm being hauled away. Uh, because, uh, you know, my ex-wife had charged me with assaulting her, which I never had done. But you see, in those days, and it still happens to this day, they usually take the side of the woman. So uh, she left. She went. She said, I'm going back to the party. And meanwhile, my daughter was still sitting in the room, and I was freaking out. And the cops are putting me in handcuffs. I'm saying, who's going to take care of my daughter? And as I'm walking out the door, I'm pulling, like, literally on the handcuffs. And I'm, a, I'm a pretty big guy. At that time, I'm like 6'3", uh, you know, 250, uh, you know, fairly muscle, right? But makes a long story short, uh, they had two people pulling me out of this house as I'm struggling to, to get back into my daughter's arms. And what ended up happening is we had a bit of a tussle, and my right elbow uh, went into the cop's uh, stomach, and it was such a violent fall that it was ripped. And now I'm being charged with assaulting a police officer, resisting arrest, uh, and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's how I got arrested. And, um, then the craziest thing happened the next day. I was told I could leave town, but I couldn't see my ex-wife at the time. And that's exactly what happened. I ended up on a uh, highway literally with the clothes on my back and uh, hitchhiking to leave town. So that is how I first got arrested. There's other times, too. There was uh, stealing episodes as a teenager, and there was uh, other episodes as well. But that was the main one, and uh, that was a pretty hard one to beat the charge. But I have to give you part two to that, because a year later, I'm in British Columbia, and I'm selling food out of a... Freezer truck. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. But basically, these guys would go around uh, neighborhoods and they would sell food out of these trucks, uh, like boxes of food. And you basically just went up to somebody at the door and knock on the door and ask them if they like good food. And you run back to the truck 
and you present all these boxes of food in front of them, and they buy food. So I have to... still do that here. One, what's that? You still do that? Food here. Oh, really? Here in Calgary. Yeah. Really? Usually. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm uh, I'm at this particular school. Now, I have this uh, charge, which we'll get into a later podcast, of uh, worn out in Alberta for me at the time. And uh, I, uh, I basically kind of pissed off the principal school by trying to sell these, you know, these young teachers uh, my box of food. And he called the police. So next thing you know, uh, the cops come in there and they arrest me. And because I have this outstanding warrant in Alberta, and, uh, they, they don't arrest me. They actually put me in shackles. And I'm put on a plane, Air BC, or we call it Scare BC at that time. And I'm on this plane. I'll never forget this as long as I live. This kid was bugging me. And I'm sitting there with these shackles on my legs. And I got uh, the handcuffs on my, on my hands. So, you know, there's a, a police officer escort beside me. And the, the mother says, uh, she says, what are, what are you doing there, Sally? She goes, I want to talk to the men. And, uh, she goes, that's a bad man, Sally. You can't talk to him. And um, at that point, I just, the realization set in. It's like, I'm on my way to Alberta to you know, process, right? And uh, it was a crazy, crazy uh, thing because my ex-wife never showed up to answer the charges of the assault. And so they, they actually dropped all the charges. And because I lived in D.C., they couldn't process me in Alberta because I had residents in D.C., so they just said, don't ever come back to Alberta, don't move to Alberta. And I ended up literally having no money, and this is where I discovered what an overdraft card was. I uh, had an overdraft card from CIBC, I'll never forget it, and I put it into the debit machine, and out popped $100 from my overdraft. So I had good credit uh, back then. And I literally got on the ferry, like a first class on the ferry, and went back to D.C. after this whole... Uh, ordeal, and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was part two of, of, of uh, the situation. So, yeah, you, you care to elaborate any more of your uh, being arrested there, Jay, on your second time? Well, oh, when I uh, tried to take on the Okanagan uh, Police Department single-handedly, had all the guns pointed at me. Oh, why? I had I had a little bit of an episode, a little bit of a psychotic oh. episode because of oh. uh, fun drugs called Champex that is supposed to help you quit smoking, not get you killed. And uh, but apparently it has uh, it has Prozac in it. And if you are allergic to Prozac like I am, it can kill you. Like you can actually get suicidal thoughts and blah 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 and off yourself. Many celebrities have. Um, me okay. it, it, it all started with an argument with uh with Deb, and I just lost my shit. I went completely fucking and just ate shit. And uh, so anyway, they hauled me off, and uh, uh, I, I didn't get charged with anything, and uh, they fixed me up. So it was all good in the end, but uh, uh, I suggest that uh, if, if you're going to quit smoking, uh, really do your research. Um, uh, there's been uh, um, uh, many uh, instances uh, I'm not the only one. Um, I was, that's that's like when you see those commercials on TV and they have all these side effects. Uh, you know, they, and the person says, I took Champex 
And I'm so glad. And meanwhile, the, the, the other announcer goes, um, yes, the side effects are uncontrolled pissing and heart vomit, heart palpitations, uh, possible yeah, vomiting and exactly. diarrhea. And then it goes, aren't you glad you took Campax today? Now, hey, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking it, but there's a simple way to find out if you can take it or um, and why don't consult your doctor. Consult your doctor. Get a blood test. Get a blood test. A simple blood test will tell you if you can take it, take it or not. Right. Yes, they don't do. They don't do that. They just yeah. Here you go. Take these and uh, well, last but not least, I don't know if you guys have been following what's going on 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 Facebook lately, but um. There's this couple, I don't know who they are, and quite frankly, I call them scum. But today's uh, possible death hoax was Ozzy Osbourne. And the day before that, it was uh, the lady that played in that uh, that movie from, uh, remember she was a psycho, and uh, James Caan was the, the uh, he was oh, wow. author. Yeah. Kathy. Mr. Kathy. Your name's Kathy. Kathy Bates. Yeah, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Yes, she was oh, yeah. that was supposed to have died yesterday. Misery. And misery, thank you. And prior to that, they had uh, a few other celebrities that were dying. And I don't know why they continue to do this. And I don't know why Zuckerberg yeah. and his idiot uh, security don't stop it. Because you see it on Facebook all the time of these celebrity death hoax. Uh, Bruce Willis was the first one that was presumably supposed to have died. Uh, and I don't know why they continue to do this. You guys see that as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, I do. I don't, even, I, I don't take the bait anymore. I don't even touch it. I, you know, all our hearts go out, and it's like, delete, don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't even, exactly. Exactly. You know, I don't uh, even know why going out they allow me. I, I, I've I, had two be. friends on my Facebook that have commented today alone that they got phone calls that were uh, scammers saying, Grandma, I'm in a lot of trouble. You know, right. you get a grandma. Oh. Yeah, you I'm gonna, get a grandmother. I'm going to censor one company that's fucking the shit out of me, and I'm going to say it right here on the podcast. You know, you can suck my dick. You know, they've been calling me literally nine times in three days, and uh, my legs had enough, and I just sent the most lead of text that you can imagine. But it was this, this is your cool callback, uh, sorry we missed you, and they literally left the messages on my voicemail, and they had the wrong person, obviously, because I don't use such crap service, and they just kept harassing. So what I'm going to say to all the freaks out there, if you get these calls, block them, and report them. And, um, you know, I think by threatening them and telling them you're going to sue them for harassment, that probably stopped it. I hope it has, but I had literally nine phone calls in three days or kudo or kudo or whatever the hell you want to call yourself. Uh, you're a joke of a company anyway. And yeah, I said it. Well, Jay, Jay and I have a very, very special uh, red and blue shout out to Tracy and Shane Lystra. Uh, they had their 16-year-old son pass away uh, very suddenly and uh, this woman is amazing. She is, she's got a foundation called Saving TV Foundation. And uh, if it wasn't for Tracy, Jay wouldn't have uh, his dog, Hondo. I wouldn't have. She was in, I wouldn't have Hondo. Exactly. And I can't even fathom the pain that she's going through. And I just want to say on behalf of all highway freaks 
and uh, our listening audience out there that we have to say we share our deepest condolences to your family. Um, I, I can only say that if there's anything you need, give us a call. Uh, we're here, Tracy and Jane. Um, uh, I can't imagine losing a son. Uh, her son, Dustin, uh, was only 16 years old, guys. So it's uh, horrible to have, uh, you know, a parent lose a child. But when this guy was, he was so full of life and he was uh, very much into acting and plays. And uh, like Tracy said it best, that was my best friend I just lost. And uh, I just cannot think of, uh, I can't even fathom it. I, all I can say is I share our deepest condolences and um, our sympathies. And it goes out to you. And your family, Tracy. Absolutely, I agree. Exactly. Um, it, it, it just floored me when you told me that today. I didn't, I, 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 I didn't know what to say after you said it. I really didn't. I was like lost for words. Um, it, but she's an amazing, she's an amazing gal. It's an amazing, amazing gal. She, she truly is, and she's had so much loss. Of all these dog calls, rescues, and then she, she loses these dogs unexpectedly. But in this case, you know, a family member, I, man, it's, wow. My heart goes out to her so much. And um, I truly hope that, you know, uh, you guys pass on your condolences to Tracy Lystra. Uh, she's on Facebook from Saving Huey Foundation. And please send us, uh, you know, send her and Jane your deepest condolences. Because at this time, man, she needs all the support that, that, that you can possibly give her. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely heartbreaking. I um, prayers sent ten years of loved ones. 